the the joy that I see that it brings our athletes. I mean, with all this stuff going on, I've got an athlete almost every day that comes up to me asking, "Hey, when are we going to be doing Special Olympics?" Stop looking. You found us. You're part of the revolution. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or whenever you're catching this podcast. I'm Chris Darnell. And I'm Everett King. And this is episode 36 of Welcome to the Revolution. There's a chill in the air. You can hear the sleigh bells ringing. Hot chocolate's got to come out. It's December. It is December, and it has got cold in my area. I'm telling you, I'm jealous because there are states that already have snow. That's the way to bring December in. Yes. Now, if you're in another state and you're like, what What do they know about cold? Okay, 52 degrees is cold. That's cold. Okay, I didn't, I didn't turn the heater on in my house, and it was 57 <laughs> degrees this morning in my house. That's cold. Well, you're lucky because it was uh, 29 degrees over here. Ooh, man. And there's not that much of a difference. We're only like an hour and a half away from each other. Yeah. Well, that's crazy. I'm I'm getting that lake water cold Mm. as well. Uh, But that doesn't help when you're in the city. So I don't know why it's so cold out there. And and it just makes me upset because when it's that cold, usually I get to see snow or some frost. (laughs) And I don't see either one of them. Nope, you get a beautiful sunny day. <laughs> a beautiful sunny day, but it's cold and cold and like freezing outside. Definitely. One of my friends sent me a picture of the of their children outside playing last night in their first snow, and that's what they said. Our first snow. <laughs> it in. You're like, hey, yeah, yeah, it's green. It's green over here. We're gonna have a sunny, sunny Christmas over here. Uh, but it's December. That means that 2020 is coming to an end. Um, and 2021 is right around the corner. We've got a great show today. It's all about virtual breakfast of champions, Everett. Definitely, definitely. So, you know, we thought I was going to ask the question, but you beat me to it. You know, is this another first for a virtual breakfast with champions? Or, well, it is a first with virtual breakfast with champions. Let me rephrase that. Is this the first breakfast with champions? And, um, you know, they've already done one. So... <laughs> But that's not inaugural because they got to they got to experience, you know, the difference between between the two. And, you know, they the way that they're doing it, they have great um, volunteers and coaches and partners and some very enthusiastic enthuse. I can't even talk. (laughs) Enthusiastic. (sighs) Enthusiastic. There you go. athletes that you know definitely want to play flag football and we're going to get together but uh but you know that that was just an uh, amazing group yeah no this this is a great group uh great interview great sit down great discussion um you'll hear myself and everett stumble over our words like we normally do um but again it's a great interview so sit back and enjoy Well, good morning, everybody, and thank you for joining us for this episode of Welcome to the Revolution. Um, The last couple of times that we've done a Breakfast with Champions episode, we've had large groups with us, and today is, you know, we're going to have a large group again, Everett. There are a lot of people here joining us. Yes, there is. A matter of fact, you know, our last few, we've had, uh, I would say, three to four. This one, uh, 
they're trying to top the cake there. Got I know people on here. I know we've got a full party here today. Um, yeah, going about six to seven joining us today. But it is all about Brexit champions, and we're down in area 14. We're going to San Angelo this week. Um, and to start it all off, we have the area 14 area director with us, Lou Ann. Lou Ann, welcome to the show. Introduce yourself to everyone. Thanks for having us, guys. I am Luann Chastain. I'm the Senior Program Director for the West Region. Um, I am housed out of Abilene, but I do serve the Abilene and Central community. So um, our title is actually Big Country Concho Valley. So we're excited to be here with y'all today. Yeah, we're, we're really excited to have everyone here. And uh, Luann told us she didn't want to talk a lot. So Everett and I kind of <laughs> made a pact here and we're, we're going to make her talk more than I think she wants to. But um, we, so we have a lot of people here um, and instead of me going around and, and messing up names, like if you've listened to earlier episodes, I do all the time. Uh, I'm going to let Lou Ann kind of go down the list and share, you know, who we have here. Cause we have a, we have a big group of athletes and volunteers here with us today. Yes, we do. We have major Hollenbeck. He is a, uh, athlete out of the San Angelo area. He's actually speaking on behalf of the athletes at our Breakfast with Champions. We also have Ben Garcia. He is an athlete that's been involved in Special Olympics for years. And him and his family are the family that will be highlighted at our Breakfast with Champions. And I have Suzanne Click, who is with the West Texas Rehab. They are one of our sponsors. They have really come on strong the last year. So we're very excited to have them on board and looking forward to the future with them. And then I have Kenneth Gunnels and Dwayne Huff. They are two of my coaches um, that are in the San Angelo area and it really have helped me grow um, Special Olympics there. So we're excited about that. Awesome. Like I said, a big group here today. And, uh, you know, we're going to get we're going to get all your talking points out of the way, though, and right here at the right here at the beginning. So um, so kind of let's talk about if let's get into the conversation of Brooks with Champions. So you, mo most of these are in person. Uh, you know, we used to have them in person. Now they're virtual. Um, I know area 14. Is this the first one in area 14? Have you, you know, have this been done before in the area? You know, what is this breakfast champions? You know, it's the first virtual one, but is the first one that the area's had. No, we actually had an in-person one, uh, March 5th of this year, right before COVID hit in the Abilene area. And I did have plans to have an in-person one in San Angelo, uh, this fall, but with, you know, with the pandemic and everything, um, when they came out with the virtual, I thought, you know, this will be good for San Angelo. Um, I really need to grow that area. And um, so this is a way to get the word out and let people know that we are there and we could use their support. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, you know, being virtual. So what was the difference? What was the difference from being in person last year to having to go to virtual this year? I think the difference is just the getting to see the action in person. Um, you know, one thing about doing it virtually, I think you reach more people um, in the virtual ward, world, but doing it in person, you get to see everybody's reaction to when the athletes speak or when the families speak and just the impact that they have. Um, not that it can't do it virtually. I just think it's more of a intimate setting when you have it in person. Definitely. And I, I think we've heard that a lot, Everett, you know, doing these podcasts over virtual breakfast with champions is that sometimes you're missing that, you know, interaction that's in person. And, and there's been a lot of really good ideas out there of how different areas are trying to get that same connection and make those same relationships. 
Um, but we've heard that a lot, Everett, that you're, you know, they're missing that one point of the, sh- of the program. That's really important. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and, and as you said, though, a lot, a lot of, uh, the areas are finding ways to go ahead and, con- and, and connect with, uh, the community, which, you know, it sounds um, and looks like you have not only um, athletes and and coaches, but a lot of great partners to help you out uh, to get this uh, virtual breakfast with champions uh, going for you. Yes, we do. We were really making inroads and getting sponsors for the San Angelo area. Um, I do try to spread my sports around. So I do a little bit more in Abilene, but I do a lot in San Angelo. I have one in Brownwood. So I try to spread the love a little bit so everybody can be invested in what we're doing in the whole area. So we were really going forward in San Angelo. And then, of course, we had you know, COVID hit. So it kind of slowed us down a bit. But hopefully this will kickstart it back and we'll go into 2021 with you know, great fire and, and get going there. You know, and I'm glad that Chris, you know, started calling on me because, you know, I was very quiet because he took all of my questions that I usually ask. So That's what I do. That's what I do. <laughs> so I'm good at. <laughs> to think of some new ones while he was asking those. Now, with this being your first virtual and you all have done uh, a, a uh, an event prior to this, can you just let us know some of the things that were were different? You know, was it a little more difficult for you to, you know, find a venue or, you know, was it easier because it was virtual, um, you know, getting participations? Some of the things behind the scenes that uh, not only yourself, but, you know, your, your board and, and everyone was able to help you with. I will say it was less expensive. Um, So that's a big plus at this, you know, at this time. Um, I don't want to say it was easier. Um, It was harder to outreach because they're not seeing the effects of what's getting, you know, of that day. So when we laughed in our in-person event, there were tears. People were like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. I can't wait to see what's going to go forward. And when you're virtual, you don't see that reaction. I mean, you people are going to post on Facebook or whatever, you know, in the chat, but it's not the same as seeing their reaction. Um, so that's a little bit different. Um, it's, I really don't know if, you know, there's pros and cons to both of them. So I think they kind of balance each other out. Got you. Now, with that being said, um, you know, and this is one of the things that we talk about, you know, with a lot of um, a lot of our interviews that we've had at the at the in in per, well up close and personal uh, live events. You know, um, some of the things that we have are you know the the letr uh, aspect of it, where you know they're really involved. Uh, can you give us a little? Um, insight on how if any your your letr was able to get involved with this uh, well with everything going on um in san angelo they were really shorthanded so i was only able to get my lead letr to actually participate um so you know just being in person it was just easier to get them there in the morning early um, when we tape all day, it was kind of hard just to make that connection um, with time-wise restrictions and stuff. Um, but I do know at our Tippecops, and Angelo comes out in force. So they're there. It was just not good for that day. 
And it was also election day. So could I have not picked a better day to film? (laughs) (laughs) And a busy day on top of busy days. Yeah. Definitely. And, And I know, you know, with you saying, you know, it wasn't, they weren't able to be there as much, but you know, the, the cool thing about it is, you know, you had someone there that were, was able to represent the LETR and, you know, represent, um, you know, SOTX there in your area. That, so. Yes. Um, and she's worked really hard. Blanca De La Rosa um, has worked really hard to build relationships, relationships with different organizations. We did have our, the SAPD chaplain. Um, she did give our invocation. And so what's really cool about that, Chris, is her husband is a chaplain as well. And he's big into films and things like that. So I was like, oh man, I'm going to tap in to your talents. <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah. Tap into those uh, talents of volunteers uh, definitely around you. And uh, so uh, let's kind of talk. So we, you talked about having a lot of people that are, you know, signed on to help. And, and one of them's here with uh, Suzanne joining us and jumping on as a, a sponsor and a, a volunteer in, in this process. So uh, Suzanne, what was the process like to kind of help Luann and, and help us through this process of bringing a, this virtual Breakfast of the Champions to the Area 14? For West Texas Rehab, it's really just building that relationship with the Special Olympics. Luann in particular has just been wonderful. And we're a nonprofit as well. And um, we think it's important to pair up with um, community partners. And one of those amazing um, community partners is the Special Olympics and what they provide to the athletes. Um, it's It just so happens that a lot of the Special Olympic athletes happen to be our patients at West Texas Rehab. And so we see firsthand the, the great things that they provide for those athletes a place to um, to get involved and to participate and to ha- build a family. Um, and that's what we're all about. So for us, it's just been a really um, smooth transition to sponsor the Special Olympics. I know things look different this year, but um, we've had lots of fundraising events as well um, this year get canceled or re- reimagined. And so we we understand what that is like and it's a challenge and um, we wanted to continue to support such a great organization. So um, some of our pediatric uh, employees, uh, therapists and patients got together and created a little video um, where we lit the torch and had our patients, the ones that actually lit the torch in honor of the special Olympic athletes. And it's just been a real honor to, to be able to be involved. And I think that um, we have to support each other as a community partners and um, lift each other up during this difficult time. So it's been, it's been a treat. That's awesome. And, and, you know, we can't thank you enough for jumping on board with us. And, can, you know, we always want to talk about, you know, our partners and, and what they have to go through these times as well, because it's difficult for, for us on our organization, but anybody who's coming in to help. And, you know, with um, the, the, what I'm trying to say here. I, I lose my words sometimes. With the services that y'all uh, provide, you know, how, how creative have y'all gotten to, to be? Because usually when you're working with athletes and you're working with patients, it's really hands-on. So how have y'all kind of had to change that um, since this all started? Certainly. Yeah. So in the beginning, we, of course, had a lot of, um, you know, cancellations and and people and folks just not comfortable getting out. And it's certainly the case now with the increase in cases going up. Um, And so our, you know, the way that we treat patients, you, you are correct, especially your pediatric patients. It's very, it's hands on. It's, um, it's in person. And so um, some of our um, 
patients we did um, that are in the school systems that we treat, um, we did end up having to go virtually um, in the spring with them seeing um, seeing those changes, but it's hard to treat uh, somebody uh, in physical therapy, occupational therapy, or speech therapy virtually. So um, it just depends on the comfort level of the, the families um, and the kiddos, um, if they're comfortable coming in for treatment. But, um, you know, we just, like I said, being a partner with the Special Olympics is just a way for us to partner with the community and um, continue to spread the love and, um, and get people, you know, through this time. And um, I, commend them for doing a virtual breakfast. It's it's not ideal, but they're making the best of it. And uh, we want to be a part of that. So that's, that's awesome. You know, like it's, a, it's a changing world out there now, but it's, it's really good for us to have partners in the community and, and vice versa us partnering with y'all uh, and just, you know, bringing to light some of the different things that, that we do in the community and what we work for and, and, you know, who we work for and who we serve in our community. So again, uh, a big thank you for jumping on and, and, and joining Area 14 in Luann and, and bringing this event forward. Absolutely. Happy to be a part of it. Okay. So we're also joined uh, by two coaches and volunteers from Area 14. We have Kenneth uh, and Dwayne on here who are coaches and volunteers. And uh, welcome to the show, guys. You know, we've been talking for a minute. Haven't gotten a chance to get to y'all yet, but uh, here we are uh, talking to y'all. So I'll go to Dwayne first. You know, what was it like, you know, jumping on and, and getting this event off the ground, the first virtual breakfast with champions in Area 14? Uh, well, we were pretty excited about it. Um, we put this quarantine has got everybody on, uh, I don't know, kind of feeling some kind of way, kind of iffy about just being locked up in the house all the time. And it was good to get out and um, kind of spread word with folks that we were having a, actually going to have a breakfast of champions. A lot of our folks are super excited and ready to get on and watch. That's awesome. Kind of, kind of, same question up to you, Kenneth. You know, what was it like to being a part of this process and and getting it up and going and and now getting it out to uh, the community? Unfortunately, I have not been able to be a very instrumental part in it. I did go to the in person one in Abilene, and it was awesome. Um, but I have not been able to assist as much as I would like to, as far as helping get uh, the virtual one up and going here. So, so what do you what do you think the the benefit is of you know of having this event? You said you went to the uh, in person one and and uh, you know you're, you've kind of you've kind of helped with the virtual one uh, now, but you know what's what's the benefit of having an event like this in Area Fourteen? As far as having it virtually or having it in person? Uh, kind of both both sides of it. What was it like having it in person? You know, what can you see? What what do you expect to come out of the virtual one? Just in all, what's the importance of having? A breakfast with champions in area 14. I got you. The the in-person one, I kind of agree with what Luann was saying, and I guess what other people have been saying, that when you're there and you're you're all together and uh, you're getting to see everybody and see their reactions to the stories and see the interactions between you and the athletes and the athletes and, and the law enforcement that are involved and just everybody that's there, it's, it's a different thing than just being able to do it online. But, but uh, it is a a, a good thing to keep the name out there and, and to keep everybody kind of informed on special Olympics and, and what is going on in our area. Yeah. I mean, I'm completely agree with that and making, making sure that everybody is aware that this is still going on and we're, we're still out here raising funds for our athletes and, and making sure that we have programs and services to provide them. And, you know, I'll, I'll go back to Dwayne, you know, 
we were talking about, you know, being in a process of, of getting this out to the community and, and making sure people know that this event is still happening. Why, why do you think it's so important for us to continue to have this event uh, down in Area 14, even though at this point we can't be in person and together? Well, uh, uh, several reasons, really, I think. Um, number one, it's important to just, I, I think it's going along with what everybody's saying, to just put the Special Olympics name out there and let folks know that we are still out here and functioning. Um, and then on the other side of that is to let our athletes, our consumers know and understand that they that they're just not left out there, that um, somebody is still looking out for them and uh, trying to provide uh, activities for them. You know, I, <clears throat> excuse me, I agree with that completely because, you know, uh, being a, a coach as well as, you know, being on staff here, one of the things that um, my athletes and families do say is you, they don't know what would be going on with their family if we weren't doing these type of things. So, you know, I totally agree with you. It gives the athletes something else to look for. You know, um, yes, we're not able to be out there in public, but they're being able to get on and, and see some of their friends um, and some of the cool things that are going on. So, yes, I totally agree with you right there. Um, you know, um, so are what let me let me give both of you um, this fun question. What made you uh, get involved with Special Olympics? And this is a double sided question. What kept you coming back? We'll start with you, Dwayne. Uh -huh. I am a, uh, I'm a bringer of joy. <laughs> I try to be, I try to be a bringer of joy. Um, and I have a, along those same lines, I have a special needs niece, um, several family members that are special needs and, um, and going and visiting those guys and hanging out and doing stuff. We did a lot of active things, a lot of, um, a lot of make busy stuff. And that was she really didn't have anywhere to go to do anything, you know, to play ball, to catch, to run without sometimes being ostracized. So um, I kind of took it upon myself to, you know, I, I coached her in basketball, coached her in some other little sports. And then when I got hired here at Daybreak, <clears throat> I found out that there was an absolute way for me to be, to get my toes in there and uh, become part of the team and bring it up, bring it, help bring it up, bring it to, uh, that bring it to some more folks to help out other people, man. Because uh, that's what I do. I love it. That's what keeps me coming back. I just love it. Awesome, awesome. All right. So, Kenneth, uh, same question. What what got you involved and and makes you you know want to come back and and keep doing uh, the things that you do for uh, Special Olympics? Uh, my whole life, I've I've been involved with sports and. I'm, I'm always into volunteering. I volunteer at the YMCA. I do that even now with COVID. I still volunteer over there with a the little girls volleyball team. Uh, I didn't really get involved with Special Olympics until I started working at the facility I currently work at. And to me, all you growing up, all I ever heard about Special Olympics was, was track. And then when I got out here, the, I think we were doing softball and basketball. And... Then Luann, I met Luann, and she said, well, why don't y'all do bowling? I, I didn't know we did bowling. And then <laughs> from there, it just took off. I was like, well, there's all these sports out there. And 
Um, the, the joy that I see that it brings our athletes, I mean, with all this stuff going on, I've got an athlete almost every day that comes up to me asking, hey, when are we going to be doing Special Olympics? I'm like, well, it comes down to whenever, when COVID is done. So I, I just really enjoy um, the interactions with with the individuals, uh, uh, the athletes, and uh, volunteering. I, that's what I live for. That's awesome. Can I intercede right here? Uh, guys, um, both Dwayne and Kenneth, even though that they work at a job that, um, you know, they get paid to do special Olympics, they both have gone above and beyond on their own time to really facilitate our growth in San Angelo. So I'm very thankful for that. That's awesome. And, you know, it, it just shows the willingness of everyone, you know, that gets involved. Something that we say on our show, if you've never, you know, got to sit down and listen, it, it's one of those things. Uh, once you get involved with Special Olympics, you know, um, say, say, for instance, you're, you're a greeter or you're working um, the lines at the uh, track meet, uh, be, being a hugger. It's just like something that that keeps you coming back and to, to actually have uh, individuals that are doing that as well as helping with a, a program, a fundraiser out there in your area is something that um, I just, you know, take my hat off to you all and, and, and say thank you. Definitely. Definitely. And uh, also joining us here, we have two athletes from Area 14. We have a major, uh, and we also have uh, Ben joining us as well. Um, both of y'all look like y'all are on mute, so y'all may need to unmute yourselves. Uh, major, if you look on your screen, there you go. Y'all found it. I didn't even have to explain it. There y'all go. <laughs> well, we're so glad that y'all are here. Uh, Major, I heard that uh, you're speaking in the Breakfast with Champions event coming up on yes. Thursday. Yes. So, uh, been, yeah. Let, let our I, listeners know what uh, that experience was like. Well, basically, like, it's like I've been – it really makes me inspiring because I love to talk about um, a lot of stuff I do, a lot of sports for all the special olympics because all the special needs they always think about what they do what they need to do um they also like they just wanted to know that where they wanted to do and in person or and then because of the, of the COVID 19 going on this together it's been been wonderful times just it it's really hard for the people that do not go out there or doing some more uh, special Olympics. It really, really inspired the people of it. So, so what yeah. was it like, Major, uh, to be able to speak uh, for the virtual uh, Breakfast with Champion? Well, it me like now it's like me inspiring because I need a. I've been practicing for many uh many minutes earlier with my dad, so it's kind of hard. But, uh, but it's always helping me out and just, um, like, like Luan said, it's always helping us for figuring out where, what we do with the speech. And it's really, um, uh, it's really inspiring to other people. They wanted to know, like, um, for me is I want to be like really good helper, help for little kid, like all the special need want to play sports. And I want to teach them sometimes. And as they grow up, they want to be starting playing. And 
really inspiring. Wow. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, love that. Love to hear that from uh, our athletes and uh, always wanting to help out. So what kind of uh, sports do you partake in uh, and play in um, down there, uh, Major? Well, I was, I already did bowling now, but um, professionally I wanted to play softball, but because I, I haven't found any team for like this year or the next year, like, I talked to Lou and try to find out what team I could play for that on flag football or something like that. And it's really inspiring that they could, like, I couldn't find any teams, but I tried to text, they let them know where I could be, what, what team I would be on. And it's, it's just wonderful to be like, I would just want to be playing for any, any team if I wanted to. Awesome. Well, you know that uh, Everett is a, uh, a flag football guru in, in the state of Texas. So get in touch with uh, Everett. He can maybe uh, help you out on your skills there, or maybe vice versa. And maybe you'll help Everett out on his skills. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not too much of a guru. I got smoked during the uh, virtual fall classic there. So, you know, I can coach it. I, I guess I just can't do it. That's <laughs> <laughs> crazy, guy. <laughs> man all right so ben is also here and ben is also a part of uh the breakfast with champions uh so ben kind of walk let it walk through us your experience uh with the breakfast with champions what you got to do um how you help luann how you work with luann through this um it's been uh, it's been great uh, working with luann uh she's been she's been like a second mom to me um <clears throat> and uh, she, 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 we've done a lot. We, she's done a lot to for this breakfast of champions that's gone through the through the years. Ben was actually him and I did a little speech together um, and hit up some businesses, so we were able to get a, a few more sponsors that day. So he's been a lot of help that way. Wow, going door to door through and to get those uh, get those sponsorships. That's awesome. So, uh, what what does what sports do you uh, compete in down there in Area Fourteen? Uh, bowling, basketball, uh, track, uh, um, flag football. Uh, when I lived in Lubbock, I did almost everything from flag football to uh soccer to uh bowling uh playing playing with test playing with texas tech uh and so many more wow we got another uber athlete out here that just does it all uh, yeah, uh, yes yes sir we we've uh we've done from the time that i've been doing this since 11 since i was 11 years old i think at 10 10 10 years old uh and since now that we moved here from the the lubbock area uh it's it's a whole new it's a whole new era a whole new thing and uh trying to get more sports involved here from 
joining from the uh, uh, Angelo State to join, uh, being with the Special Olympics. Well, that's awesome. That is very awesome. So, you know, with all those sports that you uh, you participate in, what's your favorite? Um, um, ba uh, basketball. Basketball. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. And to tell you the to tell you the truth, uh, I'm more of a flag football myself. I uh, I, I try to I try to we have I've had more fun doing flag football than anything else. Mm -hmm. Okay. Are y'all just trying to butter me up? I think they're just trying to butter me up. Trying to make you feel trying to make you feel good over there, Everett. Black football. No, that's a that's football country down there. Yeah, it is football country. Yeah. 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 So uh major, Say that one more time. I said if they want to play down there and like Ben said, I like black football. Because I saw, I saw one of my friends, Bill uh, Cooper now, and he's, uh, he's, he's a senior this year. He was playing on flag football, like, I think a couple of years ago, and he smoked anybody on it. He's, he ran off, like, 97 yards. I don't wow. know how he's going to make that. Wow. That ah. seems like he's got a lot of skills there, man. I might have to get, uh, might have to get Everett in touch with my, yeah, I might have to get Everett in touch with him too. Work on his skills also. <laughs> and, and, and like I said, also, um, the more, I think the more that I watch the, like the NFL, the NFL network, uh, and like the NFL football teams from the Cowboys to, uh, to from, College to to the pro football. Uh, yes, like watching like watching the Cowboys. I'm I'm watching Texas Tech and uh, they major like Texas. And so are we are we <laughs> Cowboy fans? So, so are we Dallas Cowboy fans in area? Uh, I am. Yeah, we got one. We got two. Oh, that's hey, that's great. We're we're within friends. The last two podcasts that we've done, we've had a lot of Texan fans, a lot of Houston people. So, I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. Can't can't do Houston. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's great to it's great to have some friends. Here. I'm a Seahawks fan, y'all. So. Ah, Seahawks. That's hey, that's not a bad choice. It's not the Texans. It's not the Texans. So. Oh, man. Yeah. But, 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 like I, but like I said before, uh, we're trying to, as, as time allows, we're trying to get more sponsors to help us with this Breakfast of Champions. I'm glad you said that about sponsors and stuff and, and, and you know, trying to get people to look at the – um, to watch the um, uh, virtual breakfast with champion and things. So Luann, uh, can you go ahead and give our listeners, uh, you know, date, time, and ways that they're still able to go ahead and um, sponsor and, and donate uh, for this cause? Uh, 
Sure can. Um, we will be going live on our premiere um, Thursday, December 3rd at 9 o'clock on Facebook and on our SOTX TV. Um, so, you know, if you just don't have to sponsor Breakfast with Champions. We have other events coming up. Um, so, you know, we're, we've had to, to shut down all in-person fundraisers. So, you know, anything that you can do would be a great benefit to the athletes in our area and to our programs. Um, but just, um, go to SOTX, sorry, SOTX.org and look for area 14 and all my information will be there. That's the easiest way to find us. But uh, we appreciate everybody that's come on board and just given us a hand to get the word out that we are in San Angelo and the Concho Valley. So we're excited. Well, I think everybody is excited for the show and uh, can't wait to uh, see what's coming out of, uh, you know, Area 14. Um, and, you know, can't can't wait to see it on Thursday um, to see what, every, what y'all have been doing down there. Uh, and, you know, it sounds like and from what we've had today, you've got a great group of athletes and volunteers and and sponsors in the community down there that just love our organization and love seeing our athletes thrive and and the services that we provide given to them so again we can't wait to see it um y'all have been great to talk to um and y'all just made my excitement for uh, the breakfast champions for san angelo even more so uh we cannot wait to see it on thursday yeah go ahead before you run uh before you cut uh I was thinking on maybe the the beginning March, maybe beginning the right before the summer hits, after this COVID has come come to a close. I was thinking that uh, like doing a, like a torch run from from uh, uh, the convention center here in San Angelo all the way to. All the way to uh, like the court courthouse, and um, like uh, have like the way I did it in the public forum, uh, went from the convention center all the way to Thirty Fourth Street. But I'm thinking about doing that here. But the thing is that when I do that, I'm gonna have to have like uh, the the San Angelo Police Department. Uh, running with them and along with uh, running with them and like my show major, the police department um, and my the special Olympic team from the Incredibles to uh, MHMR and see how we can go from there and getting that uh, getting more sponsors that way. That's a that's a great idea, and and once we get out of uh you know once we come back and get the green light to have in persons and you know in person events and being able to do big things like that, I can't wait to see it. But like we said, a lot of a lot of good ideas coming down from Area 14, Luann. You got a great team around you in the community with the athletes and the volunteers, and like we said, we can't wait to uh, see the event Thursday uh, on our statewide Facebook page and uh, YouTube channel SOTX TV. So. Uh, Thanks for joining us, guys. We we really appreciate it, and we can't wait to, for the event on Thursday. So make sure everybody goes and checks it out. Thanks for joining. All right. What did there I tell you? Go. You know, even Major, Major yeah. was having a little too much fun over there for me. You know, I was getting yeah. all jealous. I'm like, hey, it's just the excitement, you know, and it, it's so cool uh, to listen to these athletes, you know, um, people, society, 
writing them out and saying that you can't do this and you can't do that, but they're, they're showing that, you know what, we can do this. And, you know, he's wanting to be a role model and help other folks out, not just people with special needs, he said, but help people out. And that's just the type of attitude that we're looking for, that I'm looking for as a coach, uh, as a person in general. You know what I mean? That's just amazing. Yeah, no, yeah, Major and and Ben that are, that are both athletes from down there, both helping Luann get out in the community and help bring partners and, and sponsors to the organization and just getting out there and helping push the message of Special Olympics. And like you said, with Major, wanting to go out there and be a role model to uh, younger athletes and, and other Special Olympic athletes to, to let them know that, you know, if he can do it, they can do it and we can work through this and, and reach our goals. And then they also talking about, like you said, you brought up flag football, talking about bringing more sports to Area 14 because, like Ben was saying, he's from Lubbock. And let me tell you, Lubbock does a lot of different sports. I mean, they're doing something every single weekend out there. Uh, And him wanting to bring that same mentality to Area 14, it's just fantastic that when our athletes move around, they bring the same energy an environment that they left in, in another area or even another state or program that they may have been a part of. Yes, that's true. You know, and another thing to touch on, um, Luann brought on, you know, some coaches and volunteers as well as a, a big partner. And, you know, I feel that she wouldn't have brought them on if she didn't think that they had a big part in everything. And Kenneth, um, as as a volunteer, as a coach, you know, he felt that he didn't do much, but the little that he did had an impact and an effect on our virtual uh, virtual breakfast with champions that made Luann want to have him on there. So, you know, that kind of shows you the attitude that not only our athletes have, uh, not only our, our coaches, our family members, but our volunteers that that get involved. You know, hey, I really didn't do much. You know, all I did was do this, this, and this. But little do you know that little bit that, you know, you did may not have been a big thing to you, you know, as a person, but it probably touched someone else. And, you know, that is just so amazing. It, it You know, he was tugging on my heart when he was saying that. No, definitely, because I think if you've ever volunteered for this organization, every volunteer almost feels the exact same way. I didn't do much, but, you know, in the eyes of our athletes, in the eyes of the people who who serve our athletes in the community around us, anything that you do is huge. And, and that's just why we want you to jump on Facebook and on YouTube on Thursday morning and just check out the San Angelo Breakfast of Champions because you're going to hear these stories from these awesome, awesome volunteers and athletes and uh, sponsors from down there. It's a, it's a great group, so make sure you're jumping on Thursday morning to uh, check all that out. Definitely, so, Everett. It's that time of the time of the I show. Want, I want to go swimming, uh, even though it's cold out there. You know, I, <laughs> you want to you want to do a polar plunge? Is want, that what you're hey, saying? We can do a polar plunge. I love doing polar plunges. I do. Uh, we're but, we're two uh, different people. I did one polar plunge and I was done. I was like, I'll I'll put them on, but I'm not jumping in anymore. I did I, it one time. <laughs> I'm crazy enough, and, and that's what everyone says that no, Everett, you're crazy. It's not that I'm just wanting to be adventurous, but <laughs> I want to do a polar plunge in some place like Minnesota, Chicago, Alaska, oh. somewhere where Canada, where they get real cold and mm. do that just yeah. once 
Now, I may regret it. May? No, I don't think there's a a may needs to be taken out of that sentence. You're going to. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's cold. But, no, I've taken a lot of ice baths in my life, you know, after games and things. So can it be that bad? I don't know if that compares to jumping into the ocean in Alaska. Really? I I don't know. I I just don't. don't Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Nah, like, I don't think May regret it's going to be in there. It's going to be like, you're going to jump and be like, where's the hot tub? Where's the sauna? I need to get out of here now. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Because if I felt that way in a hotel swimming pool 10 years ago, there's no way I'm jumping into the ocean in Alaska or jumping into a great lake up in Minnesota when there's snow everywhere. Right. I got it. I got it. Uh, I was five feet away from a hot tub and in the indoors, <laughs> and I was still like, "Get me out of here!" <laughs> wow. No, I just, you know, that's that's something that I really do have on my bucket list is mm-hmm. to do that. Um, I think it'll be fun. Yeah. Um, and I've watched videos, dude. You just wouldn't believe how many people line up on the shore and wait for that horn to jump in in the water. I know yeah. there are a lot of there are a lot of crazy people in this world. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of them. But no, the reason I was saying swimming is, you know, the workout for the week from UIW was a good swimming workout. Yes, from Sophie down at uh, Incarnate Word, she did a great workout for us uh, this week. Definitely, definitely. So you know. Um, I hope you. I hope you did it. I hope you got out there and I hope you stretched. Follow her stretches, because not a lot of people ever. You know this, but not a lot of people know that stretching is almost even more important than getting the workout in. It is, and and one of the things that you know the new age there they are saying that stretching uh, is not good for you to do before your workout. Um, and I guess that's where I become an old school coach, and I'm like, no, nah, we're gonna do it both. We're gonna do it before. And we're gonna do it after. <laughs> yeah. I want to get your body warmed up and and you know and go from there. But you know, scientists have proven that you know Coach King is wrong, but that's okay. <laughs> I, I'm okay with being wrong. <laughs> no, I'm still I, I'm still in the old age too. You got to stretch. You got to stretch. I've pulled way too many hammies. Yeah, and, and done way too many things that that could have been avoided if I would have just put time in and stretched. Definitely. And, so, and, and it, I know some of my active workouts, we don't do um, some stretches at the at the beginning and we we go and we do like little warm ups and cardios and things of that nature. But believe it or not, those are, you know, getting that blood uh, flowing and, and to your muscles, um, getting the oxygen flowing to all your muscles and, and things of that nature where it, it helps the muscles. So, um, yeah, remember to stretch. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yes. Also, the workout on its own. Yes. My goodness. Yes. That's a, that's a great statement there. Hundred percent believe in that statement. But uh, also this week it was also Tuesday. It was Giving Tuesday. Yes, it was. And why don't you tell us a little bit more about that? Well, I hope you gave. That's uh, it was Giving Tuesday. So I hope you gave. Um, but you know, <laughs> on Giving Tuesday, we uh, you know, all donations were being matched on Tuesday uh, and this helped us ensure that special Olympics athletes had access to equipment and, and competitive opportunities uh, throughout the entire state of Texas. And this is not just state of Texas. It was everywhere. It was giving yeah. Tuesday. So make sure, you know, it went everywhere. Um, and it was just a way to give 
to uh, Special Olympics, and a lot of fundraisers popped up on oh Giving goodness. Tuesday. A lot yes. of fundraisers. Definitely. So and we you had know, a lot. You know, even though it was Giving Tuesday, you want me to tell you who's giving to the Special Olympics Texas right now? Who? The NBA. Really? Tell, tell yeah. me more. Tell me more. See, you know, the NBA is doing the junior NBA workouts uh, for our athletes uh, tomorrow. Uh, yeah. To be exact, you know, and what you can do is you can always go onto our webpage uh, and get some information. So if, you know, you weren't able to get any information from your area directors or anything like that, go on to SOTX.org and, and you know, look that up. Uh, you'll be getting a little training from, you know, I guess, present and former uh, NBA uh, stars as well as coaches. So it's it's another way that the NBA is trying to give back and and be a part of uh, Special Olympics. Hone those skills. We've had a lot of basketball workouts, but this one's going to be awesome because it comes yes, from it comes from all the way over across the pond. Yes, yes, it does. We had to so. we have to give specific time because it was like five o'clock in the evening, <laughs> British time, British Standard Time. <laughs> That's like 11 o'clock here. So we had to give another time for it. But yeah, make sure you jump on that. And uh, as we keep this rolling, Everett, when I say sign up SOTX, what, what what do you think that means? Sign up SOTX. Sign up SOTX. Do I'm you want Do you want a Special Olympic Texas sign in your front yard? I was going to say, am I going to put a sign up? Yeah. Uh, in I'm my front yard? I'm putting a sign up in my front yard. I'm definitely going to put one in. I can actually say I have a front yard now, so I'm going to put one in my front yard. <laughs> yes, and if you're listening, we want you to put one in your front yard because they've got a lot of things that you can choose from. They've got four, four actually, that you can choose from. Four is a lot, isn't it? Yes, it is. Okay, it is. yeah, four is a lot. You can get a sign that says inclusion lives here. You can get a sign that says a hero lives here. You can get a sign that says a champion lives here, or you can get a proud supporter sign in your front yard. I'm all of those. I know you're going to get all four. Everett's going to have, it's going to be like you're running for like mayor or something in your yard. You're going to have all these signs in your yard and people are like, what's he campaigning for? And they're going to go by and he'd be like, Oh, special Olympics. And then on top of that, I'm going to make another sign that everyone's going to want to have. I'm going to make one and I'm taking it off of, uh, off of Tina, but I'm going to put it in, you know, yours and my term. I'm going to have a, we are special Olympic sign. That's a sign that we need to try to get made. Yeah, we are Special Olympics. I love so, all these. I love all these signs. Man, that would be awesome. So look, we're putting it out there now. Don't <laughs> think that we are Special Olympics is one of the signs. We only have four, but you yes. know that's just on Chris and my uh, wish list. Wish there I go again. Wish <laughs> list. <laughs> hey, it's happening to both of us, man. To have that so coming coming off of Thanksgiving break. How was your Thanksgiving, Ashley? How was how was your Thanksgiving? My Thanksgiving was amazing. Usually I go to like Golden Corral or you know, just chill and go to other people's house. This mm -hmm. year my mom was here. Um, and I had a lot of friends and family over. My son was in Wyoming calling me, getting recipes and helping him cook. <laughs> so it was pretty cool. How was your Thanksgiving? It was good. It was good. Not a not a lot of not a lot. No, not, you're it's you've rubbed off on me, Everett. <laughs> you rubbed off on me, man. A lot of the same didn't change a lot. Went up to Wichita Falls, hung out with the family, um, had a week off uh, that uh, spent way too much in a, on a couch. Spent way too much time on a couch, and uh, with uh, 
an Xbox controller in my hand. Um, but that's well, besides the, the point. But the one thing that I can say for a lot of you all for Thanksgiving that has changed for you, your two favorite teams that usually win on Thanksgiving, they just kind of didn't show up. And that's all I'm going to say. Yeah, they didn't show up in a big way. <laughs> all, I, all, all I'm going to say is if you're a coach out there, y'all know this, punt. Punt the ball, please. Punt. Please punt the ball. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, but now a lot of major things happening in a couple of weeks. We have another NBT takeover, and they've got a yep, lot. Yep. Of, they've got a lot of cool stuff in the works. I'm going to let you know right now. Definitely. Cool an interview. Cool I'm just going to tell you, you're going to have an interview on there. It's going to be pretty amazing with someone that has been, uh, would you say they're nationally known for something? Yes, uh, I would. I would say they're nationally known. So, yeah, this is going to be pretty amazing. I, I was excited to be able to sit in on that meeting last night and hear all the fun things that uh, they have in store for you. And, yes, this is a teaser. We are wanting you to be able to tune in and go to the MBT Takeover. Yes, don't miss the MBT Takeover week. A lot of awesome things happening. And to end that week off, we have our final community celebration of the year. Yep, yep. Hosted by the South Region. There's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of holiday music. There's going to be a lot of holiday themes themes going through this final month of 2020. Yes, and that's the way it should be. Let's yes. end it on a joyful note because of all, all the craziness that has been going on. Um, and, you know, let's end it on that and wish for a great 2021. Yes, end it on a high note. And the Best Christmas present you can get is an SOTX sign in your front yard. That's right. Go to go to SOTX.org to find out more or go to our Facebook page because don't miss out on sign up SOTX. Oh, man. Is that uh, – I think that's everything. We hit everything, didn't we? I think we got everything. We hit everything. I did not make it through an entire cup of water, so good for me. Uh -oh. I didn't have a dry mouth today, but didn't speak very clear either. Um, <laughs> well, I had a I had a green monster, and I haven't drank one of those in two years. So you're gonna be bouncing off the wall. I think I did a lot better um, than what I assumed I would. I thought I was gonna be really stumbling over everything. I think I only stumbled over three words. So, you know, I did really well. Do not, ladies and gentlemen, drink a green monster. Do not be like me. Uh, that's from having to get up at five o'clock in the morning and work people out and just continue to go. So <laughs> yeah. There water, water. If you want to water, put some yes. green food coloring in your water. Not that. No, put some like flavoring, green apple flavoring in your water. There, there you go. go. Yes. There you go. Call it a day. All right. Well, uh, thanks for joining us for this episode of Welcome to the Revolution. We hope to catch you for the next. Remember, everyone, stay so active and let's all stay so connected. See you next time. See ya. Thanks for hanging out with us. We hope you join us again on the next episode of The Revolution.